Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's new newsletter is going to be Women Need Stability, Masculinity, and Men Who Are Dependable. Well, this is a really good email that shows what happens when a guy goes from being really stable, happy, he's hanging out, having fun, hooking up, he's got a, in a good relationship, and then life comes along and serves you a helping, a giant helping of humble pie. So he last September, he lost his job. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start a business. So he started a new business. And then after that, he, he and his girlfriend found out that she was pregnant. And then she had a difficult pregnancy. And unfortunately, they lost the baby. And so he had the stress of that. He's trying to comfort her, be a good boyfriend. But he said he felt like his tank was empty and he was she wasn't working either. And so they're both living together. He's starting a new business. He's working from home. He's cranky. He takes it out on her, vice versa. And eventually she just tires of it and dips out. And, you know, it's funny about this this kind of an issue. It's like the, the red pill dudes would just go, oh, it's all hypergamy. But if you act like a bitch women are going to treat you like a bitch. I say it all the time. And so this is a good email to understand the importance because it's also like for us guys, when our lives feel stable, that's when we feel like having a long-term relationship. If if we're like in this case, you start a new business, there's lots of chaos in your life, men are going to typically want to stay single and not get into long-term relationships. And their dating is going to, life is going to be more for like short-term hookups, friends with benefits, things of that nature, just because they don't feel stable enough in order to have a long, healthy relationship. Because if a woman is going to depend on you, like in this case, she's pregnant. She, I assume she quit her job because the pregnancy was very difficult. And so as a man, you got to provide a stable home. you got to provide a stable roof. If she's depending on you for everything, and ultimately if you're going to have kids together, maybe she's going to be a stay-at-home mom, it's like you got to continue to provide that stable environment. And because you're going through stresses in your own life, you can't change like this guy did. He went from, in essence, hanging out, having fun, and hooking up, being easygoing, easy to get along with, and then life put some pressure on him, and he, in essence, comes unglued. He became uncentered, lost his masculine frame, if you will, and his girlfriend no longer felt safe and comfortable trusting his leadership, and on top of that, they're not hanging out, having fun, and hooking up anymore. He's snapping at her constantly. And anyone doesn't matter if you're together for three months or 30 years. If you go through a difficult period of time long enough, no matter how much history you have together, and women, your girl doesn't feel safe and comfortable, eventually at some point, she's going to tap out on you. And it's easy just to go, oh, well, it's hypergamy. Like, no, that it has nothing to do with it. If, you, if you're going to act like a bitch... And provide an unstable home and an unstable environment. No woman is going to stay with you. That's a fact of life, and a lot of the, you know these idiots in the red pill community don't understand that. And it's just easy to go, ah, oh, it's not my fault, it's hypergamy. But you could see here is like this guy made things worse. Plus, he didn't read the book. He only he read it four times in four years, as he said. So he didn't know, know it well enough. But quite frankly, he's a young dude. It's first time he's lived with a girl. It's I mean if. If it was me and I was in living and walking in his shoes, I probably would have reacted the same way. Another thing that's important, I always talk about 
having a woman that's easygoing, easy to get along with, that's super important. There's got to be at least one of you in the relationship that's mostly a happy-go-lucky, pretty calm type of person. Because if one of you tends to be grumpy and irritable, and then you get two grumpy and irritable people together, and then you, you take that grumpy and irritable dude and you squeeze him with life stress, it's going to spiral out of control and the relationship will blow up. So it's important also that you vet properly when you're dating and you make sure you got somebody that that's a good balance to you. If you're if you tend to be a hothead or you tend to be grumpy and cranky, it'd be good to have a woman who's easygoing, bubbly, likes to laugh a lot. Because when you're in a bad mood, she's going to be looking for ways to crack you up and make light of the situation so you both can laugh and have a good time. But if you're with an irritable girl and then you go through a difficult time, it can be like nitroglycerin. So with, with that in mind, let's go through this guy's email and see what he can do. Because now he and his girl, have she moved out. She broke up with him. She blocked him on all platforms. And he's... And he's at the point right now, he's like, I just need space for myself anyways. Like, after everything I've been through in the last year, this is stressful as hell. I like to have some time apart. And it's also important when you live on top of each other that you got to have a place where you can go, a man cave as a man, where you can go and shut the door, put some music on, go in the garage, the tool shed, whatever, go hang out with your buddies, have a few beers, blow off some steam you got to be able to have some space for yourself to contemplate and think instead of being around each other 24-7 because that just it doesn't end well. And obviously it didn't end well for this guy. But this is a good email that we can all learn from because no matter how good you are, life's, something's going to happen in life. It's something might happen with one of your kids. Your kid gets really sick, has a serious illness or whatever. Like in this case, the, you know, there was... The baby had problems, had some issues, and unfortunately, you know, they didn't, they lost the baby. And so that's a stressful thing. And in other words, a death of a child is, you know, that's like throwing a grenade in anybody's relationship. It's hard enough to get over. And then you throw on top of that that he's not stable, he's living off his savings basically, and he started a new business, and his girl's not working because of what she's going through. It's, it'd be hard for any guy, including myself, if I was his age and had his experience and was going through what he's going through, to maintain that, to maintain a good relationship and not have the girl be like, that's it, I'm out. That's why you got to be stable, especially if you're going to get married or you're going to live together long term. You got to make sure your life is stable. And if something becomes unstable, you got to quickly resolve it. When you're starting a brand new business, you're being an entrepreneur for the first time. You don't know what you don't know. You think, oh, my business will be doing great in six months or two years. I mean, for those of you that that read Mastering Yourself, despite all the success I had had in construction and real estate and the mortgage business, when I started the, the business I'm in now, eh, six months, a year or two, I'll be right back to where I was making multiple six figures. And it was many years. I mean, it took four years, four years just to figure out my business model, the right way to offer my products, services, to market it in a way that was profitable, where my revenues exceeded my expenses. And then it took time to build it from there to where I could have a really good lifestyle. And it, But it took a long time. It took way longer than I thought. It took way more money than I thought it was going to. And most people, when they're young and they don't know any better and they're starting their first business out, same thing with this guy. He probably thought, ah, it's a few months. I could be. This is a great business opportunity. I'll, it'll be doing great. And obviously, it's not happened as fast as he expected it to. 
So let's go through his email. He says, hi, coach. I hope you're well. Thank you for your content and teachings. I grew up in a broken household with an absent father and a chaotic mother. And in reading your content, it's really supported me in how to be a man, but I'm not quite at the 3% stage yet. I've read your book four times in four years, and the inevitable bump on the head has recently happened. Now I'm committed to reading one chapter a day until I'm up to the 15 times. Well, it's when guys are in pain, like he is after a breakup, that he really wants to get serious about learning this stuff. Because you can have a lot of success learning the pickup skills and dating skills from my book. But if you don't learn the relationship skills and understanding how to transition back and forth between those, you're just you not going to have sustainable success. You're going to run into problems. And this guy had a whole truckload of problems that backed up into his front yard and got dumped onto his front lawn. And... Like I said, it's you know it's very hard for any guy to maintain it, especially when you're starting a business and you're young, you don't have a lot of life experience yet, and then you throw a difficult pregnancy on top of that that's unexpected. You know, most dudes in his situation, it would have. So he says, I generally appreciate your advice on the following situation. Jessica and I met in January of 2022. Everything was phenomenal to begin with. She was very feminine, loving, and did all the pursuing pretty much from the start. I was well-centered in life at the time, and it was easy. She moved in with me after five months. Yeah, things are going well, but it's like that's life. It never continues on like that because as a man, you're always trying to expand. You're always trying to grow. You're always trying to improve. You take on more responsibility. Each time you solve one problem, it just basically gives you a ticket to a much bigger problem that you have to solve in the future and especially if you're going to advance in your career or you're going to grow a business there's just things that are going to happen that you don't expect and it's going to bring stresses your way so he says then a few turn of events in september i lost my corporate job and took the opportunity to start my own business it would have been much better doing that on the side but i mean when you're young you're like i can do anything especially if you're used to doing well He says, exactly one week later to the job loss, we found out that Jessica was pregnant. Oh, just another little wrinkle there. The two bits of news really rocked me off my center, and it did cause us some problems that led to Jessica moving back in with her family in December to get some headspace. But she moved back to living with me one month later. Well, she moved out for headspace. Obviously, she wasn't happy. Her attraction was low. So he said in January, February, the pregnancy at 20 weeks had complications and the baby was not compatible with life long term. So unfortunately, Jessica had to deliver the baby prematurely and so that genetic testing could be done. Sorry about you're losing your child. It sucks. It's not a fun thing. He says it was an extremely stressful time, but we got through it. I was with her. I was her rock. And she said she couldn't have done it without me. And I was with her every step of the way. And I gave her everything I had. He says, but the toll it took on me started to appear months later. I had emotionally burnt out and supporting her selflessly and hadn't recharged my tank between her and the business. I had nothing left for myself. Well, you can't give away what you do not have for yourself. And obviously, with all those difficulties and challenges, there probably wasn't a lot of hanging out and having fun and hooking up during that period of time. So there's a loss of intimacy. There's a loss of closeness. And plus, she had already moved out once in December and then moved back for a month. 
So it's obvious that the attraction had dropped dramatically, probably because there were other things he was doing that he didn't realize. He's living with his girl. He probably got super focused on his business because he's trying to make that work. He's probably under financial stress because he's worried about he's got a limited amount of money and a limited amount of runway to financial runway, if you will. In other words, he's got a limited amount of capital in the bank and it's just because he's living off his savings. She's living off his savings because she's not working. And on top of that, you've got a loss of a child there. And it's it's understandable. A guy, as us guys, we're trying to turn things around because you need money to live in this world. You you got to work. You got to provide some kind of value. The best thing should have been for him to go and get another corporate job and build his business on the side. But hey, man, I, I did the same thing. I quit my job at Syntex Rooney, borrowed fifty grand on my credit cards, and started two foreclosure properties, renovating them that I had bought. But after about 90 days, I could tell I was going to, I didn't have enough runway. And so I ended up going and talking the people I was buying my properties from and to offer me a job as an acquisition agent because I wanted to learn the business. Plus I wanted some stable source of additional income so I could really learn the industry and it worked out great. He says, Jessica grew tired of, oh, he says, Jessica, he's, I back up, I missed one here. He says, Jessica hasn't been working and we've been living on top of each other as well as all my business stock at home, all in making everything overwhelming for us both. Jessica grew tired of my snappy and stressful moods and broke up with me, packing her things quite abruptly, albeit with what felt like a lot of attention-seeking behavior to get me to stop her from moving out, but I simply didn't have the energy to entertain her. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to leave, and she's making a big deal out of it. What she's really trying to say is, this needs to change. I'm not happy. And basically what she got from him was like, hey, business as usual. I'm not changing anything. So that's why she left. She made a big fuss and a big ruckus, hoping he would say, babe, don't leave. Let's sit here and talk it out and work it out. But like you said, he was just, at that point, she was probably snappy with him maybe. He doesn't say, but he was the one saying he was a snappy, stressed out one. So he went from being, remember, whatever woman feels, whatever you make her feel when you're with her is what she's going to associate with being with you. And if you're getting pissed off and angry and snapping at her all the time, eventually she's going to get tired of it and leave. And vice versa. If you got a girl that's bitchy and grumpy and she's snapping at you all the time and you're stressed, is like, and she won't chill out and exercise self-control for herself, any guy will get tired of that and tell her to pack her shit and go. It's like, you know, it takes two to tango. And it doesn't help when one person is going through something stressful and the other person wants to be grumpy and bitchy and complain or whatever. But that's life. It, like, life is messy. Relationships are messy. He says, I told her to take a month's break and not to focus on me or the relationship to which she accepted and kissed me on the lips embracingly. But two weeks in, she contacted me telling me, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And she went on to block me on everything. I was like, at the end of the day, she ended the relationship. She's the one that said, I'm not willing to work on anything. I'm out. Then she calls to tell you that she's out. Hey, it's on her to fix it. She fucked it up. She's got to fix it. Granted, this guy was making plenty of mistakes, but at the end of the day, she's the one that tapped out and moved out and took her toys and went back home to mommy and daddy's. Because quite frankly, the state of mind that he's in, the places he's at, 
it's like he's not going to be a good boyfriend anyways at this point. That's why he's got to get back to his stable baseline. He says, I accepted the breakup at this time, but I was so hurt from her coldness, I told her it's probably best we don't speak going forward so we can both heal. She had kept finding excuses to text me for whatever reason. Well, if you've been dumped, and she says, I don't want to be with you anymore, but then she continues texting you. As I talk about in Seven Principles, get an ex back, and as it says in the book, if a woman is contacting you, you should assume she wants to see you and make a date. But instead, he didn't do that. Probably because he was just, he spent. He's like, I had enough. He says, it's now been 10 days since his contact and I've been in strict no contact thereafter and simply working on myself and recharging my energy. Yeah, well, it's pretty hard to work things out when you're blocked on all platforms. So he says, it hurts that she lost faith in us and me. It's like, well, every woman has her limit. If you'd have been, say you were together for 30 years. And you went through a difficult time and all this shit happened then. You know, you got maybe six months, maybe 12 months that your girl will put up with it before she'll be ready to tap out. It's just, it's a fact of life, man. You, As a man, you got to be able to bounce back. It's like if you can not get knocked down, you got to get back up again. You can't just lay down and flail and, you know, month after month, you don't do anything to improve it. Because eventually, because women want stability. They want to feel safe and comfortable in the relationship. And if you're not providing that, that's why she goes home to her parents' house. Because at least there's stability at home with mom and dad. And if every time you're around her, you're grumpy and bitchy at her. And on top of that, there's no stability and there's financial stress. It's She doesn't feel safe and comfortable. She's going to leave. It has nothing to do with hypergamy. It has to do with the fact that you're no longer the same guy she fell in love with. You're not providing the container of masculinity that you did for the majority of the first year of the relationship. It's so you're on borrowed time. When you go through this a difficult time like this and you don't turn it around, you typically what I've seen because I've been doing this for almost 20 years at this point and done tens of thousands of phone sessions and thousands and thousands and thousands of emails. Back when I used to do email coaching and plus I've been doing these video newsletters, it's like you got about six to 12 months is what – Typically, most women will put up with when you're going through a really super difficult time that's very unstable. The longer you're together, they'll stick around a little bit longer. But you can see this guy was with her for a year. And, you know, she stuck it out for six, eight months. And it just never got any better. And then she finally tapped out because it wasn't fun anymore. If they're not having fun together and they're just fighting and not getting along. And plus, she's distraught over the loss of the child. And he's not taking her out and dating her or making her feel heard and understood. Maybe he's tired of her crap. Maybe he's tired of her bitching or whatever it happens to be. It's understandable. Like I said, you got six to 12 months is typically when you go through a really difficult time. And three years together, 30 years, it's like I, I see the same pattern over and over and over and over again. Guys that have raised their kids with their wives, always been the man, always been fit, always been in shape. And then they, something happens with their business. Or when their business partners die or, you know, something happens in the industry or they go through a health challenge. It's, like I said, you, you she'll stick around for about a year. But if you're you're constantly doing things and like what a lot of guys do when they go through a difficult times, they end up making their girlfriend or their wife their mommy or their therapist. And that can work for a few months. But when it goes on six, 12 months or more, a year or more, it's. 
you're on borrowed time and it's if the woman is also a successful achieving woman it's and you're not providing that container of masculinity anymore she's going to lose attraction and not want to sleep with you and she might move out it happens and if you're with a woman who has no integrity and no character and no loyalty that's when those girls will cheat because you're not providing the container of masculinity if you made a bad choice up front yeah they'll cheat on you and that's harsh that's life that's why if you're gonna you're one of those guys that want to get married and involve the state it's better choose wisely i hope you don't live in a blue state because you're upside down from a position of leverage so he says what would your advice be i do want her back but i feel we need space first and to both be fighting for the relationship well it's like you got to get back to being an attractive man you got to get back to the same mindset and headspace that you were before you met her and so if your new business is incredibly unstable and it's not providing enough income for you to comfortably live and also provide where your girl can be a stay-at-home mom or whatever or not work it's i would suggest that you go back into the corporate world and get another job while you continue to build your business on the side like i said that was the thing i realized when i quit my job at rooney it's i had no more income and i was making money flipping properties but you know when when you're doing that it's like you don't get your profit until the house sales sells and closes you get your profit plus all your money you put into it back but all that capital is tied up until you have a sale and but i still had monthly bills and plus on top of that i had all that credit card debt i had taken on to finance these properties so i mean it got to the point over the next six months to a year that i was doing that when i went to work for these guys that you know, I was making five, you know, started out three to five thousand a month, and then I was making 10 grand a month. And so I was doing really well, and my life became very stable again. And then after about a year and a half together, that's when my partners and I eventually left that company and started working for ourselves full time. We made 60 grand in profit that month. So you got to be willing to take a step back and look at where you're at financially. And because it might take several years before the business gets to it. It may never. Maybe you you just got into something or the business is not going to work or it's not a good business model or whatever. It's, you know, at the end of the day, if you got financial stress and you want to be in a relationship, you got to resolve that. Because if you got financial stress and you're always stressed out, it's going to be hard to be easygoing, easy to get along with. It's going to be hard to be happy and playful with a girl when in the back of your mind you're going, shit, how am I going to pay my rent next month? How am I going to pay my employees or my payroll or whatever? How am I going to make my car payment? How am I going to pay these people back that I borrowed money from or whatever? How am I going to pay my credit cards down? Interest rates going through the roof or whatever. It's like, so those things are going to happen. And so, like I said, if it was me, I'd be going, and he still doesn't, is not making enough money from this business, which more than likely he's not, to support himself and her. He should go back into the corporate world and do this part-time until it's stable enough to support him. And then he can leave and be a full-time entrepreneur. He says, I look forward to your response and thanks again for lighting up the path ahead of us men wanting to become 3%. So like I said, first things for him is get yourself stable financially, get back in the gym, get back to being the guy that you were where you're at least enjoying your life. You got to get to a happy place because what happened was you were in an unhappy place. And since you were unhappy and she was unhappy because obviously what happened with the baby, it's hang out, have fun, hook up. It's not hang out, be miserable together and hook up. It's you it's just not going to work it's like so you got to provide 
Got to get to a place where you're happy so you can provide a stable environment because if she does contact you and start texting you again, you're going to want to be able to make a date and have her come over and hang out, have fun, and hook up. But in order for that to happen, you got to be in a good, happy place to where you'll actually be fun to hang out with. If you're miserable and stressed out and say you don't go and get the, another corporate job, you know, you're going to be all over the ice and you're not going to be able to provide stability and she's going to feel that. And so if you're trying to attract a woman back, get to a happy place and get to a stable life financially. And then, and then obviously read the book and apply what's in it. So if you've got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a phone session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.